hello, hello. You're listening to Jess and Cindy in the morning. This is episode one. We're here. Jess, how are you feeling this morning? I'm good. I've got my coffee, so I'm good. What's in that magical cup? Uh, so it's a special drink from a local cafe by my house. You want to give them a shout out? Uh, I do. I would like to shout out Brian, Brian at Coffee and Coconuts for making my banana mocha this morning. So good. It's so good. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's delicious. I hope it's not seasonal. Oh, that would be the worst. I'm going to petition for it to continue being on the menu. Have you considered going in and just using permanent marker on their <laughs> board? <laughs> they have the chalk. Maybe I can permanent chalk over it. And then they're like, I can't erase this. So I guess it's permanent. Yeah. So when they try to erase it, you'd be like, guys, that was the Lord. <laughs> that was the Lord. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> or I'll just go ask. I mean, it's one or the other. It's fine. That's really reasonable. <laughs> so it's our first show. It is. Yeah. Episode one. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling about this project? I'm excited. Why? I mean, this is something totally out of my wheelhouse. I have no idea what's happening. Like starting it has been such a learning process, but like, it's been so fun. It's been so fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love just the creative process that's gone into this. Yeah. And just being able to, I mean, being able to meet with your friend and do it together. It's fun. And nothing, I would say nothing reveals more how you and your friend resolve conflict than starting a major creative project <laughs> together. <laughs> we've, we've had to work on a lot of stuff we've together. To navigate so, some like moderate waters. Navigate, mo- that is very good to say. <laughs> navigate moderate waters. Just, I mean, not deep. And like, we're still friends. In the end of the day, it, like it's a podcast. Yeah. Like, it's not the biggest thing. But I mean, there's been some, some, working through yeah. that we've done. But I'm I'm excited. I hope I hope people are excited to listen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so each week we wanted to share with our listeners about the ridiculous things that are going on. Always ridiculous. Yeah. Because between the two of us with six kids and two husbands and all I, each of us has one husband. One. And I claim two kids. Okay. So, but between that whole scenario, lots of ridiculousness. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you want to tell us about a ridiculous thing from your life this week? So this week I've, I have a, an eight year old daughter. Mm -hmm. She's in third grade. So apparently in third grade here in our County, they do, um, like a wildlife unit, which is super cool. I mean, if you're into that. Yeah. Uh, but they do it with live animals, which I don't remember. I mean, I guess that's better the dead animals. I remember the dead animals See, from school, that made a real and impression. it was awful. Ugh. I know. We did not ever study live animals. Apparently, they do. And so she brought home this paper, and I was like, hey, parents, um, <laughs> when we're done with this unit, these animals don't have anywhere to live. That's so, so sad. I know. They were really, like, getting How's you. the animals? They were like, so if you'd like... To help care for one of these animals, sign this paper, send it back, check which ones you'd like. So the choices were frogs, crabs, or millipedes. No, thank you. No, yeah, no. So we talked about it. I encouraged my daughter to only pick frogs. I was like, that's easy. I can do that. Right. Frogs. That's fine. Uh, And it also said, like, your child's main, like, your name may not be picked. So I was like, oh. Out of all these kids, there's Surely no way her not. name. 
I think that was a ploy because I think every kid that signed up got one. Oh. So she got the paper home like, congratulations, you got frogs, which is probably better than saying you got crabs. That's but <laughs> I, I was like, great. And they were like, we're going to send you a list of how to take care of this frog. I was like, awesome. So they sent home this habitat paper. It's real. There's a lot. There was a lot. And um, I went to the local pet store and I was like, help me build this habitat for this frog. And uh, $60 later, we we had a frog habitat. They also have a heater. They live in heated water because apparently that's a thing. Oh, man. Yeah, they're real. They really live a fancy life. Right. We have fancy frogs. Yeah. Like, it's kind of bougie. It is. Wow. They're fancy frogs. Did you at any point consider the alternative that said, these are frogs and they live outside? And then mm. just encouraging your daughter to release them into their natural sure, habitat so and not captivity? They actually talked about that on the paper. Of course they did. Yeah, they did. Telling us not to because apparently they're not native to our area, which questions why they're studying them in the first place. But that's just, that's another show. Okay, okay. So, so anyway, rather than wreck the entire ecosystem, yeah. you have provided a cushy frog Very cushy. sanctuary, yeah. if you so will. So if anybody has frogs, we have a... Very luxurious place. That Did they you just come. offer to take people's frogs I may on have the air? Which I, I might need I, to. Are you edit regretting out. that right I now? Back it up. Might need to back, back that one up. <laughs> it is not a frog hotel. Okay. Not a frog hotel. We're not, not running a frog hotel. Okay. We well, only have room for two. Oh. <laughs> just two. Nice. Don't even know if they're alive, but we feed them. So. Good. Good job. Thank are they you. eating the food? I don't know. They don't really move. They kind of hang out by the heater. Oh, so I would hang out by the heater too if I was a frog. But right, or like if there was a heater. Yeah, just I mean, <laughs> I, wherever it's warm, <laughs> it's probably where I'm going to be. So, I mean, same frog, same, same. Yeah. Uh, okay, so my ridiculous moment from this week is yeah. also <laughs> school related. Yes, yeah. school. So, um, I, we have one of our children is in fourth grade, and uh, they do the school thing where throughout the um, quarter, if you get um, your homework turned in on time, or if you're nice to somebody, or if you have your pencil when you're supposed to, it's just a reward system oh, yeah, yeah. where they get like school dollars. And so they had to do some uh, like county testing. And this teacher, in a great move on the teacher's part, says, however many points you raise your score on this state like test mm-hmm. I will give you that times 10 in school dollars that's right wow. that's good that's, yeah. so I'm like okay so what does that mean in this school dollars economy well what it means is that my fourth grader is a trickster who only responds when he wants to because child raised his score 300 <laughs> points <laughs> From the test at the beginning of the year. This is reading. This child has not advanced like that much. And I don't think the teacher saw it coming. So my child goes into their wrap-up event, which is a yard sale where families just sent in their used, Mm. awful, terrible things that Mm. they didn't want to have in their house anymore. And they're like, here, other families, take this. I know that's what I did as he was scrambling around trying to find what to take for the school 
school dollar yard sale. Yeah. I was like, hey, you know what's shiny? Broken up quartz. <laughs> Would you like to take a bag of broken up quartz? Because someone's going to think that that's... Up quartz. Thank you. We might need to talk about that later. We're very but... geological. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so we send it and... I'm like, okay, cool. This is going to be on par. Like, we're going to have some broken My Little Ponies, like a bag of Legos. We're going to have broken up courts. Yes, he's going to trade this in. Except somebody sent in a working cell phone, Mm. a cricket (laughs) cell phone. They had wiped it. It doesn't have a phone number attached to it. Was it intact? It was, it, it had a cracked screen, Oh, so it, that's how oh. it was their, like, refuse phone, yeah, of yeah. course. Okay. But anyway, so he brings home, and he's like, Mom, I got a cell phone today. And I had to really control the face on my face, because I was like, hold up. I don't have a nine-year-old with a cell phone. That's not how we live in this family. That's right. not what we're going to do. Please don't call your grandmother. Please don't call her. <laughs> I don't want her to know that you have a cell phone. She will judge me. And so I was like, please, no. And don't tell our friends either. Like, I have this mom <laughs> packed with so many people that our kids aren't going to get cell phones until they're a little bit older because one person does it. And then you have to talk to your children. And so it was a whole big thing. I was like, no, this isn't happening. But also... He raised his score 300 he, points. That was a legit. Which is how he came to have the number of school dollars that right. were required to, buy to pull a this smashed off. up iPhone. To buy a smashed up cricket phone. Nice. Not It was not I, but it was a, like a phone. So anyway, so we've come to the conclusion that he can use it like a tablet if it doesn't ever leave our house. Mm. But he really came home and he was like, ha, I've got you. You didn't even have to provide the phone, Mother. <laughs> I have provided the phone. I went out. I hunted. I gathered. I have I I have phoned. Right. <laughs> so anyway, that is the story of how our nine-year-old has a phone tablet Did they really device. wipe all of it? Like everything's wiped? Except there. Okay. It's all wiped except for one thing. Oh, man. They're, they're preset timers. Oh. Are still functioning okay. from the person who had it before. So at 3.30 on Sundays, there's an alarm that goes off for tea time. Oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> so at least... I want to meet these people. He went out, he conquered, he got the phone. He and we like time. to know that it came from a refined family mm. who celebrates the finer things like tea time. Like tea time at 3.30. Tea time at 3.30. I didn't know that's when tea time was. So there we go. Also educational. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go, guys. That is our ridiculous recap of the week. We wanted to take a few minutes and just talk about who we are mm-hmm. and um, and what we do. So, uh, so for both of us in our, uh, we're gonna just say mid thirties. Mid thirties. We're is gonna a go great range. Mid thirties. Mid thirties. Um, yes. Found that it takes many people in our lives to be all the things that we need. Because both of us are a lot. Um, We are each other's person to laugh with. We are each other's person to figure out life with. We are each other's person to call and say, I 
am failing so mm. hard right now and know that that we're not going to try to fix it. We're going to send a meme. That's it's, the correct response. That's always when, the response. Guys, when someone calls you and says, hey, I'm a giant failure, don't try to talk them out of it. Send them a meme. The, the correct meme would be something from Parks and Rec. Probably Parks and I Rec. Also like Leslie Nope is so aggressively, so, like, encouraging. Positive. Yes. Yeah, and sometimes... Send me Leslie. We just need some aggressive encouragement. So yeah. um, we know that uh, we were, we've were we been told that on the first episode of a podcast, you're supposed to introduce like all the key players in the podcast. And we were like, oh, that's really boring. And we don't want to talk about ourselves because that'll come across badly. Anyway, so we have decided that we're going to introduce each other because so often the things that other people say about us are way more true than the things that we would say about ourselves. And also the things that we would lead with would be things that we think other people would want to know and may not be the things that are actually the defining characteristics of when someone else encountered us. Like, we've done that. Now, as we've done this, we're just going to go ahead and tell you guys that Jessica and I are very different people. (laughs) Um, So we said, okay, we're going to introduce each other. And in that moment, Jess said... Okay, so I'm probably going to come to the recording session with a lot of things written out. I will have things planned. I will. And I was like, yeah, probably I won't. And so wouldn't you know, we showed up today. And because we're both very aware, self-actualized people, <laughs> um, she came in after having she, written it. She was able to talk me through her writing process, I how did. she went about thinking through not just what she was going to say, but the format, the way she was going to do it. And I was like, yeah. Um, I, I have like some bullet points in my head that I'm going to talk terrifies about. Me. It's going to be great. Yeah. And so anyway, so that's what we're going to do. So, um, Jess is going to start with her well thought out, prepared introduction. And then I am going to <laughs> come in with just some thoughty thoughts that I have. It's going to be great. It is. And, and coming unprepared terrifies me (laughs) it raises my blood pressure a little bit please don't i yeah it's true well okay so i started out with letting our listeners know how we actually met oh because that's an origin story origin story always (laughs) because it's kind of a fun coincidence thing of you know we were we were kind of circling in each other's lives for a while and had similar friends but not really each other we were at birthday parties. We were at the things. We did the stuff. And our husbands actually are the ones who became friends first. Right. They went and did the things with the other husbands and... Stuff occurred. And we didn't. And yeah. so uh, they bonded. Yeah. And the first time that we actually got just you and me was at a VBS. Yeah, that's right. Because I was uh, in charge of a hospitality team and was told, hey, these people signed up to help. And I kind of recognized the name, but I was like, okay, well, we've never actually met. I don't I don't know how well this is going to work because we don't really know each other, but cool, it's fine. And I think, was that four days? Three or four days, I think, or something like that. It? Yeah. We had to run, and we probably had the best hospitality stand. I think it's still talked about. It was pretty epic. Like, we bonded instantly over hospitality, uh, wit, banter, and not like 
going halfway on things. No, we did not. Like, we were like, oh, they brought us those biscuits. Y'all know those biscuits from, like, Sam's. The big plastic tub of biscotti. Yeah. That's what they gave us to serve. And we said, oh, that sucks. It got, well. So I brought my own Keurig. We brought our own creamers. Yeah. We baked some goods. We did. I'm pretty sure. And we... Because we, we looked at that table up. and went, this is not provisions. It's not. See, going back, we're not providing a journey for the parents who have brought no. their children to BBS. No. So from there, we ended up at multiple things, had a bonding experience every time, and then it just kind of happened. Right. So, I mean, origin story, BBS. Who yeah. Went? Yeah. Volunteering. Volunteerism is how you meet your people. That's how you meet your people. That's how, guys. And I did. I I have bullet points. I did. I have my computer right here, and I have bullet points. Also, because I was afraid to, like, miss anything, you know? Yeah. I know. This is the person I am. The listeners will get this as we go on. Um, so the first bullet point I have is that Cindy's pretty much a rock star. Now, let me explain. You guys don't know, but she is vocally a rock star. Musically, you're amazing. Oh, that's really kind. But I wanted to go as an eight life <laughs> rock star is how I was doing it. Um, probably the hardest working person I know because you've got to juggle um, your family, your spouse, because that's not a part of your family. We all know that the spouse <laughs> is separate from family, okay? Uh, you've got to juggle your work people. You've got to juggle your church people. You've got to juggle uh, your other family members around. You've got to juggle your friends. And I, and you do your darndest, which is a word I'm going to use Thank because you. I feel like this is a family-friendly show. Okay. So I'm going to use family-friendly words like okay. darndest. Thank you. You're welcome. To, to meet everybody's needs. And I think that that, I mean, and people around you, I think, know they can rely on that. And so... You know, you don't complain a lot about it because I think you genuinely want to help people. You genuinely want to help uh, people succeed and you support them in a way that's not a martyr. Like, a lot of people can go over into martyr to where they want to support you, but it's still about them. But when you support your people, we'll just call that entire group that I just listed your people because I don't want to list them again. <laughs> um, when you decide to support your people, it's a genuine thing that you want them to succeed. And you want to be there in case they fall because you want to help them back up. And I, you know, and when people know that, I mean, they want to be around someone like that because that's the type of person that. If something bad happens, they know they can call and somebody actually wants to hear or wants to support or wants to do the things. Um, and and if you're trying to do something, they'll cheer you on, you know? And I think one of the other things that I laugh about us is the way we're so opposite is you're so big picture. That's true. Yeah. And I'm not. I I am I am I love non-big picture things, you know, aka my bullet points of how to do this. Um and so when you can describe the big picture for people, you get them to invest in the picture and then you get them excited and you get them to see, oh, oh, okay, that would be 
fun. And then when you start talking about it, you're still willing to dive in and do the things to get to the big picture, but you can always be there to remind the people, hey, but remember this? Remember this thing? This was a really cool thing we were going for. And so all those things are nice. (laughs) But as you will find as you listen to these things, if you haven't noticed already, I think one of my favorite things is your wit. (laughs) Only because I don't have it. Oh, no. (laughs) I mean, sometimes I find... I like to fancy myself as funny, but like you just you just are. And I think it helps because there are those of us out there who who can get down or who have to struggle with things or struggle with the life or the brain or whatever. And so having someone who and when I say wit, I mean you bring the humor without discounting what's happening. So, like, the thing that's happening is still important, and the person knows that you think it's important, but you bring the humor enough that the person feels like they can do the things, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think that I don't have that. I think that's a gift because then, again, that's all the things that people uh, want as a person who's around them, as a person who rallies them and who's there for them and... I mean, is on their team, is in their tribe, is all the things that people say. And so that's what I wrote about my friend. So you get to follow my bullet points. Wow, that was really good. (laughs) Guys, start a podcast with a friend so that they can introduce you. And you can be like, I tricked you into being so nice to me. (laughs) Guys, I'm not even going to talk right now. I'm just going to end a podcast. (laughs) And scene. And and we're out. Well, thank you. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So, what are you, you accessing guys, it in your brain right now? I am. I'm just like, which I'm just like pulling up. Like, I, I'm like picturing right now in my brain, like a Rolodex, just like spinning. Like that's the pictures in my head right now. You guys are welcome to. There you go. I don't have an inner monologue. I have an inner like. Rolodex. Silent movie that's like rolling on the time. That's impressive. That's impressive. <laughs> um, so, what you guys just heard Jessica do is one of my favorite things about her. Is whenever she talks about how nice I am, <laughs> is one of the things that I. Uh, no, she is so good at um, seeing people where they are. And seeing what's possible for them in the future. And so whenever Jess is talking to someone, she's almost always talking to future them. Mm. And so she is talking to the best possible version of them, whether or not they're acting that way in the moment. And so that's a that's one of the things that um, that Jess really brings to the table is her ability to um see people and be able to speak to and speak into the best version of that person, whether or not that's who they're presenting at that time. Mm. The other thing that Jess is really good at that I hope all of you get to hear and benefit from is her ability to maintain relationships um, 
in so many different ways with so many different people from so many different um, life situations and ages and ranges and over so many different formats. Um, I tend to um, focus in on my people mm-hmm. and Jess is able to expand that out so far. So if you've ever had an interaction with Jess on social media uh, in any way, you come away from that being like, wow, I really talked to a friend today. <laughs> like Facebook, thank you for accurately categorizing this interaction. I do have <laughs> friends. And so, so um, Jess has an ability to um, include everybody and to see who's not being included and bring them in a way that does not feel forced in a way that does not feel like she has been assigned to be the nice girl that (laughs) like needs to keep everybody else from being mean, but her ability to just see someone know what questions to ask and really bring them into the group is such a valuable skill that not everybody has. And, um, then the third thing that I was going to talk about is actually, that's not true. There's four things that I'm going to talk about. Oh, okay. So, nice. the, but the next one on the list, the third <laughs> thing that I'm going to talk about yes. is, um, Tell me more. is an excellent home manager. The way <laughs> that she manages her children and the way that she manages her husband and the way that she manages all of them getting to do the things that are important to them and feeling valued in their home and feeling and and knowing that the thoughts that they have are valuable, the questions that they have are valuable, that the learning process that they're in is valuable, like the within her home, knowing how to prioritize uh, when it's time to party and knowing how to prioritize when it's time to rest and know just all of those things. She's an excellent family home manager in, nice. in that aspect. Thanks. Um, and then the last thing that I was going to talk about is that um, Jess also brings the party. <laughs> Like, wherever you are, you're like, hey, um, all of our families are together, and we realize that there's a chip shortage, and you're like, oh, no, the great chip shortage of 2018, how are we going to manage this scenario? And just like, I know exactly how. Everyone hop in my pilot. And so the next thing you know, all the moms are like, mm, bopping their way to the store. That's on my playlist. It's They're, true. So, it is on my playlist. like, windows down. Everyone's pretending to make car fly. Like instant party <laughs> is what's going on in that scenario. And then you're going to go into that store and you're going to pick chips. But while you pick chips, you're also going to somehow be having a dance party to like mid 90s hip hop. Because it's the best. Because that's early the, 2000s as well. That's true. Only yeah. way to roll. And so she brings this awesome mix of mom who is a great home manager who's all about her kids without question, who also goes into every scenario and is like, I'm sorry, I don't understand why there's not already a dance party. <laughs> and so I must be confused because I thought we all liked each other. So, um, dance yeah. Dance parties are always a good choice. Right. Just if you are ever 
wondering, what should I do now? The dance party is the answer. There you go. Uh, we're hoping that our mix that we bring together um, is not only entertaining to listen to, but also uh, that we're able to encourage you as our listeners, that we're able to help you um, sometimes deal with hard stuff and sometimes just remember that uh, you don't have to take life quite so seriously and it's okay to look at your life and just go, we're doing the things and we're doing the stuff and it's ridiculous. And, and that's what we can do right now. That's what we can do right now. Jess, you want to tell everyone how to keep up with us through the week? Yeah. So during this week, you can subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you don't miss an episode when we drop it. Uh, I know. Drop it like it's hot. (laughs) Uh, next episode, it's going to be super fun. We're going to talk a little bit more about our family units. Yeah. All our kids, all our kids, six total. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably talk about our spouses a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably a good thing to do. Uh, we also have questions that our children wrote that we haven't seen seen them. No, it's going to be super fun. We're going to open them up and answer them, uh, for you. Uh, in the meantime, though, head on over to our Instagram account. It is at Jess and Cindy AM and give us a follow. We like followers. You can also send us your questions or thoughts, things that are going through your head. We'd I like guess. to hear it all. We'd like to hear it all uh, to our email, which is hello at Jess and uh, But until next time, just keep doing the things, doing the stuff and doing the things.